We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Okay, Suspect, so I needed to jump on here and talk to you guys about this because of the platform that I do have and because of the conversations that we do have weekly on here. This is obviously something very crucial that we needed to discuss, something that happened in America yesterday that most of us listening have probably been watching and waiting for for the last year. So I'm sure as most of you know, Derek Chauvin has been going through trial for the last couple of weeks. They've been having crazy amount of witnesses come testify. I think that they said that they called 42 witnesses and a total of 35 of the witnesses have testified over the last few weeks, including a police use of force expert, the medical examiner, a nine-year-old girl that happened to be there that day, a bunch of people. And actually, in the podcast episode that you guys are about to listen to, I do speak a little bit on the Derek Chauvin trial up until that point, which I think I recorded this on Monday. So when you guys are listening to that, make sure you just keep in mind that I recorded this Monday when they were wrapping up the trial and kind of doing like closing arguments kind of thing. And then again, yesterday, Tuesday, Um, is when he was convicted on all three counts. Let's go ahead and talk about that for a minute. So for those of you that are listening that don't know what I'm talking about, don't know how you could have missed it at this point. We're talking about the police officer that is responsible for the murder of George Floyd, which happened last year when George had his neck knelt on for nine minutes and that police officer took his life from him that day. So for the last year, there's been hella protests, hella riots, a bunch of crazy shit, honestly, just going on between like civilians and police and, and everybody testifying or anything at all going on with the case, any kind of details, this is going to be for you. On the charge of second-degree unintentional murder, guilty. The presumptive sentence for this is around 12 and a half years. And if you guys don't know what that means, it's basically just what that state specifically normally does sentencing-wise when it comes to this specific charge. Every state is different. We're just talking strictly on Minnesota right now and Derek Chauvin. On the charge of third-degree murder, guilty, presumptive sentence, 12.5 years again. On the charge of second degree manslaughter, guilty, the presumptive sentence for that is about four years. So again, that's three different charges. Each charge he was convicted for yesterday in court. So all kinds of stuff. Like it has been, it has been a lot going on. Like I can't even express or explain to you guys the amount of things that have happened in this last year, but I'm sure most of you know. So um, if you haven't heard about that situation, which I highly doubt anybody listening to this has not, go look it up, find the video on YouTube, watch that for yourself. But for all the people that are listening and you know what I'm talking about, you've been keeping up to date with the trial and everybody 
And I'm sure, like I said, a lot of you that are listening probably watched this. And if not, you've been keeping up with it. But were any of you like completely taken back by the fact that this motherfucker, when they announced him as guilty, like literally almost looks like shocked. Like he didn't react because you're not supposed to react in the courtroom. I'm sure most of you listening to this as well know that you're not really supposed to react at all, especially as the defendant. So he didn't react, but you could see in his eyes that he was like literally taken back, like fucking confused. Like, did they, do they not know that, that I'm a white police officer? We don't give a fuck, buddy. We literally do not give a fuck about your badge. Okay, so let's just go through the, everything that Derek Chauvin was tried and convicted for. What we care about is the fact that you decided to murder a man. That is all anybody paying attention to this case cares about. You murdered a black man for no reason because you decided to have a little violent power trip or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Whatever you want to categorize it to, it doesn't matter. Like, he fucking did that. So... He just looked kind of shocked to me, like literally like he was like kind of taken back. So you guys can find that video on YouTube as well. In the closing argument on in the closing arguments on Monday, prosecutor Steve Schleicher urges the jurors to focus on the video showing Derek Chauvin pressing his knee into George Floyd's neck for more than nine minutes. Believe your eyes, he said. Unreasonable force, pinning him to the ground, that's what killed him. This was a homicide. This case is exactly what you thought when you first saw it, when you first saw the video. It's exactly that. It's exactly what you saw with your eyes. It's exactly what you knew. It's exactly what you felt in your gut. It's what you now know in your heart. This was not policing. This was murder. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. And he's absolutely correct. That is not policing. You go talk to anybody that is not a piece of shit fucking police officer or isn't on a power trip or needs a sense of control every time they step out of the door. That's not policing. That's absolutely not policing at all. You straight up just, I don't fucking know what to call that. That's psychotic behavior is what that is. Like, I, I cannot believe that. And then also, um, Derek Chauvin's attorney, his defense attorney, Eric Nelson, this guy, this guy's a real dumbass, to be completely honest with you. As somebody who has watched a ridiculous amount of crime TV, court TV, cops, whatever the fuck they put on TV that's related to crime, I've probably seen it. So I've never seen a defense attorney... I've never seen a defense attorney this ignorant, I think. I truly don't believe so. At one point during the trial, Eric Nelson basically tries to use the argument that aliens came into Derek Chauvin's body and possessed him and made him made him commit these horrendous acts which killed George Floyd. 
what? I read that and I instantly was like, is this a joke? Is this a meme? Because I cannot believe a defense attorney would fucking say that in court when we're all watching the fucking video together. Try that again, Eric. Try that again and let me know truly how valid you think your argument is. Because from my perspective, you have no valid argument and you're just fucking blowing smoke out of your ass. Eric. In his closing argument, Eric Nelson, the defense attorney, also states that the state has not proven its case beyond a reasonable doubt and has not been able to definitely show how Floyd died. Interesting, because I'm pretty sure that watching the video together, you saw exactly how he died. And not only that, but the medical examiner testified that it was from asphyxia. And you guys can keep not you guys, I'm not talking to the people listening to this, but the fucking ignorant, racist, stupid people can keep saying that that's a side effect of fentanyl. But you look that up and you let me know how, how many people have died just from asphyxia from a fentanyl overdose. Because it's not a lot. That is not the first side of an overdose that people have on fentanyl. I'm sorry to fucking tell you that. It's when somebody kneels on your neck for nine minutes you stop breathing. That is what that is from. So ignorant that he even said that. Like, without a doubt, everyone in the fucking courtroom knew what was going on. So he said that while the state called a series of experts to testify positional asphyxia was the cause of George Floyd's death, it flies in the face of reason and common sense to suggest that Floyd's drug use and heart disease did not play a role, Eric said. Okay, so I'm not going to read you guys all of this information. If you want to know everything that was said in trial as to what the prosecutor was saying and what the defense attorney was saying, please go find that information. Go find the videos on YouTube. I just want to talk about him being convicted and what's going to happen next. So like I said, I gave you guys the presumptive sentence for how long each of those charges usually get sentenced for in that specific state, talking Minnesota. So in Minnesota, second-degree murder carries a maximum sentence of 40 years in prison. Third-degree murder is punishable by up to 25 years in prison. Second-degree manslaughter is punishable by up to 10 years in prison. But as we all know, sentencing guidelines obviously recommend less time for offenders with no criminal history, which is why they're saying the presumptive sentence probably for Derek Chauvin and for that specific state would probably be 12 and a half years for each charge besides the manslaughter one at four because he does technically systematically have no previous criminal history, even though we all want to see this motherfucker get the maximum. Please don't get your hopes up. I do not think that we will see that. We just need to be right now relieved that he actually got convicted and I know it almost sounds like shitty that we're all like this is all common sense right like we all watched the video together we all watched everything that happens in America after that happens like it's almost like well yeah fuck yeah like he should have been convicted like there shouldn't be a doubt in anybody's mind but I think that we've just seen situations like this play out the complete opposite way so many times that Everybody was just fucking holding their breath, and that's the reality of the situation. So I am 
very glad that this happened the way that we all wanted and expected it to. I will say that this does not change anything. It doesn't mean that everything is all okay and that we can trust everybody in a police uniform because we can. We absolutely still have a lot more work to do when it comes to bettering our systems or bettering the way that the police police or bettering their training or whatever the fucking case may be, we need to step up our standards as to what we're allowing to police us. That is what I'm saying. So now that we've talked about Derek Chauvin's conviction, let's talk about what happens next, the sentencing. So Derek Chauvin will be sentenced in about eight weeks, around the second week of June, probably. Judge Peter Cahill says on Tuesday, yesterday, that a precise date will be announced. Although Derek has been out on bail since October, Cahill revoked Chauvin's bail after the verdict. Chauvin will now await sentencing while behind bars, which is just like, thank you, judge. Yeah, take that fucking bail. He doesn't deserve that. He doesn't get to fucking have that. No, no, sir. Thank you. Thank you, next. Derek, on Tuesday, was taken to a state prison, the Minnesota Correctional Facility Oak Park Heights, to await sentencing. The correctional facility is in Stillwater, which is about 25 miles east of downtown Minneapolis. There, Chauvin is placed in an administrative control unit, which is a housing unit that is separate from the general population. And so basically, I'm sure a lot of you listening know this, but when they have like a high profile name or a high profile case, and a lot of people in the prison have heard about it, everybody forms their own opinions. And especially with this, I'm pretty sure most people have the same opinion. So they basically knew that there's no fucking way that they can take this dude and put him into general pop general population, whatever you know it as, and expect him to survive. They will fucking have his head on a platter, to say the least. So they're literally keeping him so they're literally keeping him secluded from everybody in general population up until the sentencing point. And truth truthfully, in my mind, I think that they will still have to do it even after he's sentenced because this isn't one of those things, as we've seen in the last year with all the protests and riots and people fighting and everything that's happened in the world. People are not going to forget about this. This motherfucker is going to have to look over his shoulder for the rest of his life in prison because of this. So for right now, they're just going to keep him secluded away from the general population So Chauvin's sentencing will depend on several different factors, including the state sentencing guidelines and whether the judge decides to go beyond the guidelines because of different circumstances. So as I mentioned, Chauvin could face up to 40 years in prison for second-degree murder, up to 25 years for third-degree murder, and up to 10 years for manslaughter. However, Derek Chauvin has no prior criminal record. The state guidelines say that for such a person, like I mentioned, the sentencing is 12.5 for both murder charges and about four for the manslaughter. However, as I'm sure we can all assume, prosecutors will be asking for tougher sentences than the recommendations provided. 
So we shall see what happens with sentencing um, in June. We will definitely, I will definitely stay up to date with this and try to give you guys any new details I find, any new information, anything that happens to that motherfucker while he's there. I will keep you guys updated. I'm staying on top of this. I wish you could have seen me at work yesterday constantly updating my phone to make sure that I was staying up to date with all the details. (laughs) Um, I'm actually at work right now as well. So if you guys can tell, there is a slight difference in my audio. It's not quite as clear. I'm recording at work off of my phone really quick. I was going to wait until I got home later today, but I started editing Monday's episode. And I was like, I don't even want to talk about the closing arguments. Like I want to talk about what's happened since then. So I felt like it was just super important to jump on here record really quick and let all of you guys listening know if you don't already know. We're going to go ahead and jump into the episode that I recorded on Monday. Any repeated information that you guys hear about Derek Chauvin or whatever the case may be, I'm sorry, I recorded it Monday. It's important to update you guys. Yeah, enjoy this episode. Thanks, guys. Black Lives Matter.